Luke Clayton, we've been talking about turkeys and about fishing and all those other kind of things here in the last couple of episodes, but you've got a really unique situation over there where you live with turkeys. And I know that turkey seasons are going on pretty much everywhere across North America right now. If not, they're going to be kicked off real quick. Tell me a little bit about that place that you're getting to spend a little time on, not very far from your house, actually. That's right, Larry. Yeah, about a half a mile, actually, to, to where the turkey woods are. It's kind of a unique, uh, very unique situation. I'm only probably 30 miles, now, 25 miles from Dallas, southeast of Dallas, down in Kaufman County. And, um, you know, it's it's a it's a, uh, a area that's, uh, there's a lot of remote land, but there again, right. it's only 25 miles from a metropolitan area. It's kind of unique. There's a, a, about, a, I think, a 1,600-acre wetland, the, the, the Sands Wetland, uh, where the, it's actually a water treatment thing, if you can believe that. The whole right. thing is a water from the East Fork is diverted through that, and it, filled, it takes it about two days to fill slowly. The grade is so gentle that it slowly filters through there, and it clears the water, and they pump it 40 miles upstream to, and put it back in the Trinity River, so, uh, or the East Fork of the Trinity. So we've got that big track of land. We've got a 15,000-acre cattle and hay ranch. They, they have, do have cattle, but they, they, they grow a lot of hay. You know, they bale a lot right, of hay right. over, sell hay. So you got, and then there's a track of land in between here that's probably two miles long, that I get to hunt. Now, not all of it, but I've got access to uh, two places to hunt on it along this uh, slough. Well, the, you know, before they will stock the eastern turkey, they need to know that it's, it's a big area of land where they, the birds won't be pressured too much. Right. You know, and, and so about four years ago, at least three, maybe four, they stocked the Rios. Uh, they had been absent from this area for, for years, uh, the turkeys, but it's not quite far east, east enough for the eastern birds, but it turns out it must be excellent for the Rios, Larry. Uh, uh, my trail camera just yesterday, I had three gobblers. One was a th- looked like a three-year-old bird, big, good beard, and a couple of two-year-old gobblers. I saw this past week, I saw three or four hens. And just yesterday, this area is like a test lab for an old outdoor rider. It really is. Uh, and, and since I've been doing the uh, the the video, the a Sportsman's Life with you and Jeff, uh, I've done quite a bit of videoing here right by home with the deer and the hogs and the ducks. Well, I, I set, decided to... Uh, set up just like I was going turkey hunting. I had my old Henrietta, which is the nickname I've given my hen decoy. I've had that that old decoy for years, but she's duped a lot of gobblers, I'll tell you. (laughs) I had Henrietta and my box call and my clothes. I was all, you know, camo, like I was going turkey hunting. Well, I was going turkey hunting, Larry. I just didn't have a – there was no open season. I was hunting with a camera, you know. (laughs) I got set up and uh, went down to my buddy's land about a mile from here, and uh, put my decoy out in some in a, a little pecan orchard type place there. Right. And uh, got hid really well. Hit that box call, and there was three gobblers that they were. I couldn't see any of them. They were probably oh several hundred yards back in the woods. Uh, and I, just, I thought, well, okay, we'll just see if they'll come. One of them, about a three, I figure a three-year-old, had a good beard, 
Next thing I know, in about two minutes here, here's that, I look out there and bingo, he's strutting out there about 100 yards, you know, and uh, he'd strut and gobble. So I stayed there and, and just kind of coaxed him on. I had the decoy. Henrietta was sitting out there, you know, and he just kind of slowly meandered over that way. I got him in about, oh, about 45 yards, I'm guessing, and then I start, I was filming for our show, you know. I wanted right. to get some turkey footage, and I started even started talking real softly to the camera, you know. And the old bird, he looked, you know, he knew something was up, but he uh, – Got some really good footage, and it'll uh, by now it will be on a sportsman's life on our TV show on Carbon TV. Uh, you can go there and watch it. Gen Seven Outdoors, Larry. You know it's there, and of course YouTube. You could just go to YouTube and search a sportsman's life, and like the folks to look at that turkey video. It was some some really good. I mean, he did everything a gobbler's supposed to do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, close to where I live, right now, our turkey populations are, we're a little bit urban, I think, compared to what we were used to be, and so there are really not a whole lot of turkeys in the immediate area. Of course, we got a hunt coming up on the Y.O. here before too very long, but the other thing that I'm really excited about is uh, spring bear hunts are going to be going on pretty quickly here all over the North Country, and particularly up in Canada, unfortunately, we no longer have a Hardly any states that I can even think of right now that have spring turkeys, uh, spring uh, black bear seasons, other than maybe, oh, something like Idaho or somewhere up there. Mm -hmm. But I haven't even checked on those, but I know that they're going to be opening up pretty quickly up in uh, Canada. And so I've got a new Mossberg in a 7PRC that I was able to procure some 175-grain ELDX Hornady because I've got a... Trigicon AccuPoint, the, the, the little AccuPoint uh, Trigicon scope has got the little dot in the center of it, which is kind of a green dot, which is absolutely perfect as far as I'm concerned against the black background of, of, a, of a bear. So trying to get ready for that hunt coming up here in, in May, even though it's a while from here, you know, from today. But, you know, you can't get ready too early, and, and uh, I want to spend a little bit of time down on the range and, and uh, see if I can't get that thing precisely shooting at 50 yards because this is going to be a baited hunt and most time you're not going to be shooting anywhere but from about 25 to maybe 50 yards but uh, then i'll shoot it as well too out to much of course much farther distances in case we get in a situation where you know, sometimes i've hunted up there in, in canada and, and uh you may find one of a bear walking the edge of a field somewhere or working the stream and you can only get within about 100 yards or so so I want to be ready regardless of what that distance might be. You bet. Well, you'll, I tell you that, uh, that Mossberg, I've got one in a, a seven, uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. And uh, that is one smooth rifle. I mean, and for a, for a price that's very affordable. I mean, those things are, I don't know. I, th I would imagine four hundred bucks, something like that. Well, I think like the uh, the, the predator. I think they're like from the real world. They're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about five hundred dollars or so. But uh, you're right. That and the thing that that brings up an interesting topic. You know, these days there's so many people that are really interested in in fine guns, and a lot of people are becoming very interested in in long range shooting and all those other kind of things. But and they'll spend an absolute fortune on a custom rifle or a semi-custom rifle. And, 
And it's amazing. I remember when Ruger came out with the uh, Ruger American, how truly accurate it was. Of course, it was a very reasonably priced rifle. And then Mossberg and Savage and a bunch of others followed. But uh, I really, I love the fact that with the uh, with that Mossberg, it's got an adjustable trigger that I can adjust. And just by following directions, you know, that come with your rifle kind of thing. And that trigger is so very important. You need to have an absolutely fantastic barrel, but if that trigger is such that it's, there's a lot of creep in it or it's it's set at like seven or eight pounds like or more, like some of the triggers are set these days, thanks to the lawyers that we have around. You know, but the, that particular rifle with being able to adjust the trigger and, as you mentioned, it's very smooth, it's lightweight, and... Uh, it's available. I like wood. You know, a lot of people like plastic and uh, fancy plywood, which is another way of saying the synthetic stocks or laminated stocks. But uh, I really like the natural wood. And some of those guns that I've looked at and, and I've, I've bought, I've bought three of them now. And they, two of those have really pretty wood. Now, the, the 7PRC is, is their predator version. And it comes in a really great synthetic stock. But, uh, these days, you really don't have to spend an absolute fortune on the gun itself to have an accurate rifle. You know, you may want to take that money and spend a little bit more money on, on the optics and, and buy a very quality optic, and that'll make you, and then, you know, good ammunition to them. And again, people like to realize, and I think everybody that does that's listening, find out that every gun that you have, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, a sweet ammunition out there for it, if you will. Uh, some of them like heavier grain bullets. Some of them like different styles of bullets. Some of them like different velocity. Velocity, and so a lot of times what you want to do is, is uh, if you got a three or four friends who got the same uh, caliber and round, just say, okay, you buy this one, you buy this ammo, this ammo, this weight, and then go to the range and see which one your rifle likes, and then uh, likes best, and, and then you spend your money on that particular round of shooting it. So. Uh, this is the time to do that before we get into the serious hunting season a little bit later on. You bet. Time to check it out. <clears throat> Folks, we're talking about the Mossberg Patriot. That's the name of the rifle. And I, the one I got, <clears throat> excuse me, Larry, the one I got, <clears throat> pardon me, I think I need to drink some more of that camp coffee, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's springtime and everything, all the allergens are floating it, around. It is. It is. Changes several octaves here during the day as well, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, but the Patriot, the 6.5, mine was a synthetic stock. And uh, I do like wood, too, Larry. I really do. But the uh, thing about this one, I mean, it'll be around for uh, oh great-grandkids to be shooting. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, I, I do like it very much. And, and it, I just took uh, a box of the uh, Hornady ammo and bingo that thing was uh i didn't i didn't have to do any any uh testing with it it was just <laughs> i shooting about an inch and a half group at a hundred from a good rest you know and uh yeah I, I really didn't i got it uh from linda powell you know with mossberg later in the season of, of the right. the tail end i've killed a couple of hogs with it but um i didn't really get to deer hunt well i hunted with it deer hunting but i didn't shoot a deer with it but i'm sure getting ready to uh next fall it'll be my go-to center fire of course i shoot i like to hunt with air guns big bore air guns and uh you know bows and crossbows and a lot of different things but when i get ready for a center fire hunt i'm going to grab that thing and it is shooting good i'm gonna of course shoot it in make sure it's still good 
for for season, but maybe a hog or two in between will keep it all keep it all uh, keep my confidence up. Put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's kind of where I was going at with a lot of this. Is you know the springtime is is uh, we've got the spring turkey season and we've got hog hunting all over Texas and a lot of the South and of course in California as well too. And then spring bear up hunt north and. But there's right now to me is that ideal time to, to take a serious look at, you know, what, do I really want to shoot the same gun I had last year? Do I want a new rifle? Do I want to try a new scope? Do I want to try some different ammunition? Well, right now is a great time to do that, you know, to get out and uh, hopefully there's a rifle range somewhere around, you know, that people live or if not, maybe you know somebody that's got some property or, or uh, there's a hunting club, a shooting club that you can get into. So right now is a great time to... Just like what you're doing with, uh, even though you may not be shooting at that turkey that you called in, this is a great time to uh, get ready for the coming hunting season. And again, try different things. If you're going to get a new gun or bow or crossbow or whatever, or air gun, get it right now and so that you got plenty of time to practice so you'll know exactly what you can do with that, with that firearm or with that bow and, uh, you know, the, know the capabilities of it and your capabilities with it. You know, uh, an, an interesting sideline to that, Larry, you mentioned tried, we were talking about different things. On our hunt, our turkey hunt here in about a week, we're going to be heading out up to the uh, to the Y.O. Ranch down in the Texas Hill Country. Well, I've, this is a novel thing, but <clears throat> it's something a little that I've really never done. Uh, I've got a uh, big bore air gun, it's called a Seneca Dragon Claw, 50 caliber. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they have a, and it's uh, it, it shoot, it's shooting about 230 foot-pounds, I believe. <clears throat> Excuse me, just out of the box. They have right. a, a tune-up deal, Pyramid Air does. You can send that thing back, and for 100 bucks, they put a heavier spring in it, and they increase oh, really? the, the power big time. That's the same gun that you killed a hog with with, a, oh, yeah. with well, a, an arrow. It shoots the air bolts, too, you know? So, right. But I like to shoot bullets. I shoot my arrows with a with a regular bow but anyway uh i shoot bullets through the thing so for uh, about a hundred bucks you can ship your dragon claw or buy one from pyramid air uh that increases the power quite a, over th- around 300 foot pounds which is substantial oh, yeah. <clears throat> so i'm going i've got this thing scoped with a just a straight four power scope and i'm going to turkey hunt with that and people might think, well, why would you want to use a rifle? Well, I'm going to be shooting about a 300 and a little over 300, I forget, three, about 320 grain bullet. But all it's going to do is push that bullet through that. It's going to be traveling about 825 feet per second. It's just going to, you know, it's going to bowl that thing over. <laughs> that turkey over is what it's going to do. It won't blow it up, what I'm trying to say, like the like the hydrostatic shock from a center fire, you know? So I think exactly. it's going to make, if I put put that bullet where it needs to be, uh, you know, I, you know, I love to eat that wild turkey, and I don't want to mess the meat up, but if I put the <laughs> shot where, where it should be, I think we'll have some good turkey meat on that hunt, hopefully, you know? Uh, and yeah, you'll I'm use that shotgun. Yeah, you'll use your Mossberg, too, and I'll bring mine for maybe the second day of the hunt. So I'm looking forward to that, Larry. Absolutely, and to me, it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. We're, we're so fortunate we live in Texas. I think we can shoot turkeys with almost anything but a blowgun. Yeah, right, you know, where you, right. You're blowing it. But, uh, and, and again, to me, the, the fun of turkey hunting comes in and the calling that bird and calling them close. 
and I don't really care what you shoot it with, you know, kind of thing. As long as you're legal, that's that's your primary thing. But again, turkey hunting is is a close range thing, and if you want to use a rifle as we can here in Texas, more power to you, kind of thing. But call that bird in close, and that'll be the turkey hunt that you'll remember. You bet. Well, Larry, we are about out of time for our campfire this week, buddy. But sure enjoyed visiting with you and all of our friends listening. And uh, you know, we'll maybe we'll have a, a a turkey story next week, and not just talk about taking pictures. Maybe some turkey <laughs> fajitas to talk about. You know, absolutely. <laughs> 